Like, honestly, I thought I was going to jail. This was the reality. I knew that I was probably not going home that night. I was going to, I was going to spend 72 hours in Clark County lockup. So long story short, here's what happened. So I've been seeing this girl. Um, I've been seeing this girl on and off for about six months. The last two months we were seeing each other pretty regularly. And so we, we would see each other every weekend. And dude, it was great fun. It was absolutely great fun. We didn't have to go anywhere. Sometimes we'd order in. Dude, she, she actually made jalapeno poppers at my place. It was a good time. Uh, well, I had added two new girls to my roster. And so what I was going to do is I was going to sort of gently just sort of fade out of her life just a little by little. So what I did, here's what I was going to do. I texted her. I said, hey, I'll, I'll use the word stay. I was like, hey, Stacy. It's Donovan. Listen, I've gotten behind on some projects. I'm going to have to take a rain check for this week, but we will definitely get up next weekend. Now, my plan was to just not have sex with her that weekend, have sex with her the weekend after, then kind of slowly fade out of her life. That was the plan. And the reason why I was going to do that is because girls don't take rejection easily. You can't just ghost them, right? Otherwise, they go absolutely crazy if she actually likes you. And Stacy absolutely did. Her name was Tracy. I'll just, I'll just keep it real. Tracy really liked me. She liked me a lot. And and she worked crazy hours. That's why we couldn't have sex on the uh, on the weekdays. Or at least that's what she told me. So who knows? Who knows what the hell she did on weekdays? <laughs> so what she did is after I sent her that text, she's blowing up my phone. She's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Do you not like having sex with me? Is it my body? Is it, is it like? And I'm like, no, like everything is fine. I just need to take this weekend off to get caught up on some projects. Of course, I was lying, but that was the story I gave her. She doesn't know. Maybe 15, 20 minutes goes by. She calls me up and tells me, Donovan, I'm pregnant. Okay, now, this wasn't the first time I had had a girl call me up and tell me she was pregnant. So I immediately just go into autopilot. I said, all right, stay right where you are. I'm coming over which is exactly what she wanted. <laughs> so I go to the CVS and I bought two pregnancy tests, uh, 30 bucks each, clear blue easy. Do not get a pregnancy test at the dollar store, guys. Spend the money to be absolutely sure. So I said, all right. So I drive over to her place. I walk right in. She looked very happy to see me. I didn't touch her said, I held up the pregnancy test right in front of her. I said, go to the bathroom and take this test right now. Dude, she was like a deer in the headlights, but she had to comply because if she didn't, her whole plan blows right up. So she goes to the bathroom and I watch, I watch the urine come from her lady parts right onto the stick as clear as day, negative, right? So at that point I said, no, no, I was very calm. I said, Tracy, stay where you are. You're going to take another test. She's like, I just peed. I said, you're going to stay right there. You're going to take another pregnancy test. She's like, why are you doing this? Then I raised my voice. I said, stay there until you piss. You're going to take that second pregnancy test. So for about 15 minutes, we're just standing there in awkward silence. Every time she tried to speak, I just, shh, no, don't say a word unless I see you piss a plus sign. 15, 20 minutes later, she pees on the stick. It is negative. So at that point, I turn, I, dude, I don't even say it's been real. I turn around I'm, and I'm out the door. The whole time she's like, please don't even don't leave. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. So as I'm, dude, as I get towards her door, I hear her walk into the kitchen and I hear her and I, I, I didn't know she was on the phone. She said, yes, I would like to report Domestic, domestic Duracell. Duracell. At that point, I knew I couldn't leave. The reason I couldn't leave is that I was a black man. Number one, I was a black man. Number two, she was a white girl. If she calls the cops and says, Donovan, domestic Duracell, he Duracelled me, then guess what? If I leave, I'm automatically guilty because they think I'm trying to get up out of there, right? And that's that's just how that was. 
I never listen. I've been in some crazy situations before. Never like that. Inside, I was freaking out. I didn't let her see I was freaking out. So I went over and sat on her couch. I took up my Windows phone. And it's funny because I just downloaded an audio recording app. What I did is I broke out my phone. I hit the audio recording device and I didn't place it as though I'm recording. I just I just took it out and just kind of put it on the table. So, so I said to her, I said, look, look, Tracy, I said, why are you lying? Why did you call the cops and lie to them? Why did you just call the cops? And I made sure that I was very, very clear. I said, why did you just call the call the cops and lie to them and tell them that I slapped and choked you? This girl was, and, and dude, she had no idea what was happening. She took the bait right there. She says, it's because I'm tired of all this BS. I don't want, I didn't want to lose you in my life. I freaked out. I knew I was never, I thought I was never going to see you again. I didn't know what to do. And so I did the, I said, I did the first thing I could think of to try to get you to stay. I said, that's it. Now, of course, inside I'm, I'm seething because this girl is now that my life is in this girl's hands. I just kind of said, that was it. She said, well, yeah, that was it. I was said, well, Tracy, why didn't you say so? If you had told me that you didn't want to lose me in your life, that totally would have made a difference. She's like, really? I'm like, dude, you just called the cops and lied on me. All you had to do was tell me that you didn't want to lose me in your life. And, and of course, I lied to her. I said, I just had to get some projects done, but I didn't have a problem with you coming to my house. Maybe, you know, watching a movie, Netflix. And I didn't say Netflix and chill wasn't a thing at that point. You could have come over and, well, you know, hung around while I was working on my project. And she's like, yeah, we can totally do that. I was like, all right, cool. So right after, like, so we sort of converse a little bit, right? And I don't know how much time went by, but right when I was, right when we were sort of calming things down a little bit, the door, and it was not, it was not a knock on the door. It was a bang on the door. Immediately, Tracy goes white. Her, dude, her eyes wide as saucer. She's like, <gasps> she forgot she called the cops. She forgot that she called the cops. And so I sort of gestured toward the door. I get the door. And she's like, I was like, dude, get the door. She says, what if we don't answer the door? She's like, I'll just tell them it's all a big misunderstanding. I said, you need to go and answer the door. They pound again because again, they think they think a big black man is in here assaulting a poor little white girl. And listen, I've been on the other end of cop knocks. I know exactly what they sound like. She says, I'll just, we just won't answer that. Just tell them it's a big mess of saying. Then I said to her, Tracy, you need to, you need to let them in or they're going to let themselves in. Like that's what needs to happen. So she slowly goes over and she answers the door. There were two cops. There are these big burly dudes, right? When there's domestic Duracell going on, they don't send female cops. They don't send small cops. No, these were two, six, three, six, four, probably ex-military black ops, whatever. Basically enough to you know, kick me around if I tried to do anything stupid, right? You know, they're not Brock Lesnar huge, but they were both larger than I was. And it was obvious why they were there. I didn't make any sudden moves. I just sat there on the couch as calmly and as coolly as possible because if I start yelling and calling her a liar and this is BS, that automatically makes me look bad. I'm a large black tattooed man. I can't show any aggression or that aggression is going to be construed uh, by the cops as a threat. And if they have to subdue me, they're taking me in regardless. So I said, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to be totally cool. So of course they go to her first. They're like, okay, tell us what had happened. And so she, and it was funny because they asked her these questions. They were very leading questions. They asked her these questions in such a way that automatically made me sound guilty. Even still, her story sounded terrible. It would have been very hard to believe her, but she had to stick with what she told the operator was. I slapped her and choked her. 
that's what she had to stick with. And when she told the story play by play, you could tell she was lying. They probably interviewed her for 15 minutes. Like they kept asking, it was, I was like, dude, are these guys trying to get me convicted? And at that point, I was like, are they really, are they going to allow me to tell my side of the story? Like, honestly, I thought I was going to jail. This was the reality. I knew that I was probably not going home that night. I was going to, I was going to spend 72 hours in Clark County lockup. When all of that was finally done, they then turned their attention toward me. They said, okay, Mr. Sharp, what do you have to say about this? What's your side of the story? I said, officers, I showed them my hands because again, I'm a black man. They're white cops. I said, I'm going to reach for my phone. Is that okay? They said, yep, that's okay. So I reached for my phone and I opened the app. I was praying to every God I could do. I was praying to God, Allah. So I hit the play button and to my great relief, our conversation rang out as clear as a bell. Even the part where they banged on the door to come in, I would record it all the way up to that point. Even the part where they're like, hey, I'll just tell them it's just a big misunderstanding. They heard everything and she said, because I'm tired of all this BS and I didn't want to lose you in my life. And it's funny because when I started playing the recording, Tracy tried to interrupt. <laughs> One of the cops just said, it's all that she tried three, four times. He kept telling, he kept saying, at the end of the recording, one of the officers went over there and says, Miss Andrews, we are placing you under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Dude, she's crying her eyes out. She's like, you gotta believe me. Um, I, you know, uh, he trapped me. He, 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 he entangled me. He threatened me. Um, like, like he told me about the recording. That's all there was to it. So they let her outside. And of course, she, she keeps crying. One of the officers stayed back and says, Listen, man, do you want to press charges against Miss Andrews? I was like, no, I, dude, I don't want to have anything to do with her. I just said no. I didn't want to have, I just want to get the hell out of there. Because if I press charges against her, now I got to show up to court. He says, listen, we can do a restraining order if you want. I was like, I want nothing to do with any of this. I just want to go home. He says to me, you know, if more guys did what you did, we'd probably be locking up a lot less men. The moral of the story is record everything, guys. Dude, record the audio, record the video, record everything. Because what you have to understand the burden of proof in a court of law is guilty beyond all reasonable doubt. Get thousands of hours of content not found anywhere on patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Link in description.